to listen to these unsolicited reviews for Amateur Nation. If I knew how to drive a car, I would listen to his podcast on the way to work. That's from Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg. More factual and funnier than any of our news commentators. Hail China! That came from CNN. His podcast is so good when he buys from Prime, we actually get his stuff to him within two days sometimes. Hail China! Jeff Bezos. This review says, I'd like to kill Lou Santini. Kill them all! <laughs> Heil Hitler! Bill Gates. Here's one that says, he calls me the Keebler elf often on his show. I fact check that as a right again, Dr. Tony Fauci Mengele. Uh, here's another review. Here's the thing. When you listen Listen to Amateur Nation. He has a way of, listen, podcasts weren't even a thing when I was a cowboy in Delaware. And ever since my wife, she told me, well, let's not forget, let's not get into that. Uh, anyway, President Joe Biden. Hey guys, what did I miss? Jeffrey Epstein. Hi pros, Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising tell-it-like-it-is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. Boy. What in the hell's the matter with you? Well, for one, I'm tired of the world being infested by amateurs. That's why I do this show. We call attention to and call out the amateurs. The people who are doing life wrong. The speed bumps of life. The people that are in your way every day. The unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled, drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. This is episode 242. Fuck Bill Gates. <laughs> On today's episode, Bill Gates is evil incarnate. Something else I never get tired of being right about. And this week in the elite land rush. 
And of course, we eat off the buffet line, head above the sneeze guard on a la carte, and three things done right on three pro things. Pro Nation first shouts out to Dan Smith, Dale Burns Sr., Kara Jean, Riggin Management Group, Kip Peeler, Summerdale 33, Stephanie Kemp, George Arnold, Taha Africano, and Dr. Anthony Fraudchi on Instagram. Also want to shout out to James Jensen and Jessica5408 on Truth Social. You can find me on Instagram at lou.santini3 and on Truth Social at Lou Santini. Here is your post of the week. This from Austere Wyatt on Instagram. If the FBI won't investigate it, they're in on it. If the media won't report it, they're in on it. If Congress won't talk about it, they're in on it. Now you know what's going on. Hey, real quick, remember last week when I devoted a whole topic to the uselessness and health detriment that is masks? Well, the World Health Organization recently posted that if you do not have any respiratory symptoms such as fever, cough, or runny nose, you do not need to wear a medical mask. When used alone, masks can give you a false sense of protection and can even be a source of infection when not used correctly. You know, amateur nation, not you, the pro who is listening right now, but amateur nation, when it comes to the conspiracy theories and or problems that this current administration is responsible for and or things that have come true and or have been proven, like election fraud, COVID fraud, vaccine fraud, mask fraud, the Maui fires, Hunter's laptop, BLM corruption, President Coloring Book clearly being on the take, Antifa being used as a tool of the government, mainstream media working with the government, government censorship, the Epstein Island cover-up, FBI corruption, you know the list. At first, we in Pro Nation thought you in Amateur Nation were being skeptical. Then we thought you were being cautious. Then we thought you were being stubborn. Now you're just purposely being stupid. You're embarrassing. Either make some changes or it's going to be a case of now yous can't leave. And trust Pro Nation, you don't want that. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Push the button. Step one. Topic number one. Fuck Bill Gates. Again, fuck Bill Gates. Since when is this amateur nerd the spokesman for Earth? America? Anyone? Why? Because he's smart? Wears a cardigan and glasses? Has money? Someone silence this member of the Epstein Frequent Scumbag Club. The latest. It's been reported that the man who can only get laid if he pays for it funded research into genetically engineered cattle ticks. Maybe you're one of the 450,000 Americans that now has red meat allergies from the alpha gall syndrome caused by tick bites. Well, let's go kill him. Bill Gates recently posted this. A tsunami of mRNA is coming, whether you like it or not. Noting that people who resist the jab will be excluded 
from society. Okay, kill him! Oh, that sounds like a nice humanitarian, doesn't it? The frontrunner for genocidal tyrant of the last 90 years owns four private jets, and each one emits more carbon in a single flight than your car in its lifetime. How is Bill Gates not one of the most hated men on the planet? Think about that. For decades, he took your money. Then he made you buy antiviral software for his flawed products because it caught viruses and then sold you the things that would fix his mistakes. We laughed at the cute little geek on commercials and late night TV. Then all of a sudden, he wasn't on late night talk shows anymore because he was busy programming bugs to kill you and working with COVID. He got your money. Now go die. Make room for his world. You eat bugs. You eat synthetic meat. You drive an electric car. You go without. Ever seen his house? 66,000 square feet. Bill Gates, his lab, all of his life's work, his lineage, his files, his employees from day one, the entire operation needs a spring cleaning. If he wants to depopulate the planet so badly, do the honorable thing and Epstein yourself, you fucking amateur. No one would miss you. Dick, 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 dick. And now this. And now for step two. Topic number two. You know, I never get tired of being right. If you've ever seen me perform, you know my disdain for paper straws. All I heard from audiences in California was, you have to use plastic straws to save the turtles. Turtles can live to be 150 years old and they can't tell a straw from a fish and they choke on the straws. Despite me never seeing one fucking YouTube video of choking turtles. They make it seem like choking turtles is a pandemic in itself. I should see a website, chokingturtles.com. I drink one milkshake a year and I have to worry about turtle genocide? I like turtles. Yeah, I do too, but that's nonsense. This from the New York Post. Paper straws contain toxic forever chemicals could be worse than plastic. Here's the article. Belgian researchers found that these so-called green utensils are toxic and therefore potentially worse for the environment than their much vilified plastic counterparts, according to a new study published in the journal Food Additives and Contaminants. Femograffin, there's a name for you, Themo. This guy's getting laid. Harder Themo. Plow me, Themo. Themo Groffin, PhD, study author and environmental scientist at the University of Antwerp, said, Straws made from plant-based materials, such as paper and bamboo, are often advertised as being more sustainable and eco-friendly than those made from plastic. However, the presence of PFAS, it's spelled P-F-A-S, stands for poly- and perfluoroalkyl-based substances known as forever chemicals because they last for a long time before breaking down in these straws means that that's not necessarily true. Researchers analyzed the PFA concentrations of 39 brands of drinking straws, which were comprised of five materials, paper, bamboo, glass, stainless steel, and plastic. They found that paper straws were the most PFA-filled with a whopping 90% of paper straws containing the chemicals. Meanwhile, bamboo straws, another highly touted green alternative, clocked in second with 80%, followed by 75% of plastic straws, 40% of glass straws, and none in steel straws. 
But it's okay to leave your grocery store with seven items inside 12 plastic bags. And plastic water bottles are okay because the companies that bottle water contribute to all kinds of special interest groups and uh, political action committees. If anything should be limited in use, it's plastic water bottles. Remember when the government made the caps smaller? Caps used to be stout and easy to grip. Now the government has to be intrusive in every minute of your life and make those flimsy, thin water bottle caps. Earth saved! Right after we ban plastic straws. Not electric battery mining that annihilates the earth. Not the landfills where the EVs and old car batteries will rot and eat away at the earth's crust. Maybe when that happens, we can rehire the children who mine for the rare earth minerals who made the batteries and have them clock in to bury the old EV batteries. Ah, job security. Go, government! The environment is falling to shit and you're all at fault! Visit me at my main website, lusantini.com. You'll find links to all my social media accounts except Twitter and TikTok because I need someone to convince me to go back to those platforms and it hasn't happened yet. You'll get a few bonus teasers throughout the week and a sneak peek Thursday trailer every week when you follow me on Instagram, Truth Social, Facebook, and or YouTube. Leave a review about this show wherever you listen. A la carte and through pro things a little bit later. And this week in the Elite Land Rush. On topic number three, coming up next. The Honor and Remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read The Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills. The second expanded edition. Available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. This time slower and with less passion. Back to you, fuckers. All right, now step three. Topic number three. Hit me! Remember how the residents of Maui were murdered for their land? Yes, that's exactly what happened. Now let's move on. The vultures, a.k.a. the elite, have already been swooping in, trying to snag that coveted, easily secluded so we can traffic children away from prying eyes and we need a new Epstein Island piece of property that is Maui. Here are some facts about Maui. Locals were refusing to sell their land to the elites. The part of the island destroyed by fire was right next to the elites' mansions. The elite includes Oprah, Jeff Bezos, Bill Hitler Gates, Morgan Freeman, Will Cuckold Smith, Julia Roberts. They all had no fire damage to their mansions. It's a miracle! 
Also, a drone was remotely grounded when it neared the fire site and the pilot was visited by government officials. So none of the elite were home during the Maui fires. Wow, that's a lucky coincidence. Make no mistake, Maui is a crime scene. It was mass murder of Americans, and America should be incensed. But it's too distracted with the Biden crimes, Trump indictments, and pointless trans crap and pronouns. A full investigation is in order, and everyone complicit needs to be hanged. Here's Alex Jones with a sentiment that I've been saying from day one, not to mention the residents of Maui who are there firsthand and know the truth. So there's a cover-up in Maui. They know that they didn't trim the trees. They know the trees and bushes fell on the power lines. They know they let the power on. They know they turned the water off. They know they didn't issue the alarms. They know they let the whole thing happen. And then the police chief who ran the Vegas cover-up, in my view, we know that thing was a cover-up, he's magically there right after they failed to buy the town out from under the people. They're saying the town's worth five and a half billion dollars. But once they build high-rise hotels, it'll be worth three or four times that. And we already have the governor announcing that's the plan and Oprah and all the rest of them. This is disgusting. And Hawaii is the greatest example of a bunch of billionaires, over a hundred of them, that have moved into all the major islands and are pushing everybody else out. They want it as their own private preserve. By the way, in other climate change news, Maui officials and FEMA tried to enforce a media blackout to block footage from being shown of the fires. Well, there's no reason to make a federal case out of it. This from TheGuardian.com. Silicon Valley elites revealed as buyers of $800 million of land to build Utopian City. After weeks of local speculation, the purchaser of 55,000 acres of Northern California land has been revealed. The group Flannery Associates, backed by a cohort of Silicon Valley investors, has quietly purchased $800 million worth of agricultural and empty land, the New York Times has reported. Its goal is to build a utopian new town that will offer its thousands of residents reliable public transportation and urban living, all of which could operate using clean energy. Built on the backs of you, the listener of this podcast. The article says, Flannery has purchased land from farmers for several times more than the market value and become the biggest landowner in Solano County, an area of 60 miles northeast of San Francisco. The land bought by the firm encircles Travis Air Force Base in Fairfield, a city of about 120,000 residents, and home to the Anheuser-Busch Company Brewery and the Jelly Belly Jelly Bean Factory. This project would include a new city with tens of thousands of new homes, a large solar energy farm, orchards with over a million new trees, and over 10,000 acres of new parks and open space. You, however, stay in Chicago and get shot. And stay indoors. Enjoy your bugs. Get that fucking mask on. As alert pro Samantha Rodlowski of Vermilion, Ohio, astutely noted, San Francisco was a failed city. So let's create techno-fascist utopia. Company town with private police force. No elections because the administrators are hand-picked. Um, sounds like the plot from Robocop, she said. And she sent me this meme with this caption showing, was it Peter Weller from Robocop? It says, 
Remember in the movie RoboCop when corporate America aids criminals and helps incite riots so they can lower property values and then buy up the city while privatizing the city's police force? Ha ha, science fiction is crazy. It's time now for a la carte. I know the three topics are rather short this week, but it's a lot of evil to cram in in such a short space, so I kept it short for a reason. Lots to digest. Now you have time to go back and listen to this episode again. If you're not behind the idea of free speech, then you get no opinion on all the other amendments or any social issues. The all-knowing, totally not corrupt CDC says the new COVID variant is more contagious among vaccinated people than those unvaccinated. You'd think that would enrage the vaxxers in that they got tricked, but it won't. They'll just keep re-drugging their way to the grave, which is what the NWO want. And yet vaxxers defend the very people killing them. Speaking of the Communist Disease Center, they removed COVID vaccine adverse event reports from their website. I guess that means that the CDC believes that the untested gene experiments are so safe all of a sudden. No need to monitor its effects anymore. And of course, Amateur Nation will say, see, it's been deleted. That means good. Common sense alert. If the government is so concerned about a new COVID, I mean flu variant, then why are the borders still open? I guess the resignation of the head of the CDC, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, in May was premature. Back in May, she said the waning of the COVID-19 pandemic was a good time to make a transition. But didn't you hear, Rochelle? The elections are coming, so we need to get everyone indoors and fearful so we can fix another election. Tafari Jackson found naked at Obama's pond with his clothes located elsewhere? And the Obamas lied about not being home that day? Hey, look over there, COVID! Picture man pretending to be a woman so he can win medals in swimming, Leah Thomas, wearing a traditional one-piece men's swim trunk to swim in, like the rest of the male swimmers, rather than his pointless women's one-piece. Okay, got that? Now, call him by his birth name, Bill. Voila! Bill Thomas in swim trunks. Boom! Man. And you're a man. When it comes to crime, they tried to defund the police. That clearly didn't work. See, America. We've tried the crazy notion of shooting and or arresting, prosecuting, and imprisoning criminals back in the day. That was apparently racist somehow. But what we haven't done is what Democrat Alderman Maria Hardin is doing in Chicago. Motto, our blank days without a murder sign is digital. She's asking gangs to refrain from shootouts from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. What's the problem, law-abiding Chicagoans? You still have half the day to roll the dice and live your lives. That gives you four full hours to get stuff done. Go to dinner, have drinks, etc. after you get off work at five, if you make it home alive. Keep voting for Democrats, amateur nation! Rock supergroup that I used to respect Queen recently dropped their hit song Fat Bottomed Girls from their Greatest Hits album. 
Now, rather than drop future songs that may be offensive to puss, I mean, amateur nation, they've retitled some of their biggest hits, including We Are the Team That Ties the Other Team, Another One Creates a Safe Space for the Dust, Killer Queen, King, and or They, Triggered Little Thing Called Love, Non-Competitive Bicycle Ride, and Tie Your Birthing Person Down. Time now for three pro things. Let's have them. Number one. One of my all-time favorite accounts on Instagram is friend of the show, Chad Jackson, the producer and face behind all of the Uncle Tom documentaries with part three coming soon. Listen to his take on the recent GOP debates. Not to sound like a hater, but it's weird to see all these different takes and analysis over the first GOP debate. Meanwhile, I'm stuck on the fact that people actually cheered like they were at a concert when each politician was introduced. I mean, you cheered at politicians. Most politicians are power-hungry, trained liars and puppets who will tell you what you want to hear only to get in office to spite you and destroy the country all the more. I see government as an entity that we have to put up with. On the one hand, a civilized society needs government because anarchy is evil. On the other hand, it is a reality that the government is crawling with politicians, many of whom are incompetent, deceptive, nefarious. And so it's incumbent upon us as the electorate to sift through the sludge and only support the candidates who mean business and are bound by the Constitution. That requires work on our part. That requires not being so easily manipulated. It also requires us to be a tough crowd and not be so easily excited about each word that drips from the lips of a politician. The reality is that the audience in that GOP debate with all of its naivete is America. And we get the government that we deserve. How impactful and disarming would it have been for the audience at the GOP debates when the candidates were announced to literally sit in silence. Ladies and gentlemen, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And then... Tell me all of the candidates would instantly realize that they are on notice and that they work for us and that we're done with empty promises, cliches, and emotional sound bites. These amateurs aren't rock stars. They're people like you and me who are supposed to be representing us, not trying to be famous and popular. Yes, if you're running for president, I want you to have an ego. You need to have an ego to want to run the country and or planet. Shy doesn't get it done. But powerful humility goes a long way. Strong when you need to be, compassionate when you need to be. That was none of the candidates at the most recent GOP debate. Number two. Well, you heard from him earlier, two words, Alex Jones. Here he is again saying what I've been saying in so many words in various episodes over five seasons and one book about what I call amateur nation. Go ahead. One thing when Alex Jones goes, hey, it's in this document they're going to declare us all terrorists. It's in there. And I get people wouldn't go look it up. They thought I made it up. Now it's all over the news. Oh, you're a terrorist. Screw you. You're the globalist terrorist. You're the Nazi, socialist, commies, authoritarians, whatever you want to call it. Telling me, an American, that I'm not essential and that, I, and that and another lockdown's coming and I've got to put up with it? And I've got to take an experimental shot or I can't fly on an airplane or I can't have a job? Fuck you. Fuck you. I got plenty of words for you, but at the end of the day, fuck you and your new world order and fuck the horse you rode in on and all your shit. 
you people are criminals. And just because you get the whole media to gaslight us and tell us that classical tyranny is a good thing, it's not. Everything you're doing is 101 evil, classically bad, classically evil, out of every dystopic novel, out of every dystopic country. And I just can't believe so many fellow Americans and all these academics that got three, four degrees are signed on to tyranny because you know you have a worthless degree and you've been promised some place in this new authoritarian takeover. Nobody's got a place in this. This is a satanic world government takeover trying to steal the birthright of humans. And I apologize to your family viewers, and I'm cussing here, but we're not putting this out over the satellite or over radio or TV. We're posting it at band video. And at the end of the day, you know what? Be offended by me saying, fuck you, Bill Gates, and fuck you, Klaus Schwab. Good, I'm bad. But how bad are the people injecting children with deadly goddamn poison that's killing them? What are you going to do about that? I'm asking you right now. Lower IQs in our children. Massive bacterial pneumonia. Killing kids all over the country. And their answer is a new lockdown when it's the damn masks that are causing it and the poison so-called vaccine on record that's causing the shedding. It's you people that are to blame, and you're going to be held accountable. And we know you're getting ready to stage terror attacks and blame it on us. We've got your number. And number three. I know you've heard rumors, seen posts, seen internet stories, etc. about the Maui fires being caused by a laser weapon. Listen to this information by Eric Hecker on the Sean Ryan Show on YouTube, sharing the secrets of Antarctica. He appeared on camera and said this. Physically held a key that opened every single door in the facility. I had complete access to every compartment they manufactured. What are you blowing the whistle on? That there are technologies at the South Pole Station that people can't even consider that exist on this planet. Directed energy weapon systems is something that people need to get into their vocabulary fast. The ice cube neutrino detector is not simply a passive listening device as presented for the science that they're claiming it to do. It also has the capacity to train Transmit. There are embedded in the ice what are called digital optical modules, DOMs. They're about the size of a basketball. The array embedded in the ice is one kilometer by one kilometer by one kilometer. It is the world's largest telescope. And now because we have proven that it can transmit, it's the world's largest directed energy weapons system. It is responsible for the earthquakes in Christchurch, New Zealand. Maui! <coughs> Nashville! You know, I'm feeling extra generous, plus I want to end the show on some funny and lighten things up. Since I brought up Bill Leah Thomas on a la carte, here's comedian Dave Chappelle with his quickie along the same lines. Hey, LeBron James uh, changed his gender. You know what I mean? Okay. Can he stay in the NBA? Or, because he's a woman, <laughs> does he have to go to the WNBA? where he will score 840 points a game. <laughs> what does it actually mean to be equal? You know what I mean? Like, if women are actually equal to men, then there would be no WNBA, would there? He would just be good enough to play in the NBA with us. Or, here's another idea that's going to be very controversial. You could... Shut the fuck up! Relaxing show, right? Well, laugh it up with my Drybar special. Drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. Copy and paste the link from whatever platform you listen on and send it to a fellow pro or an amateur that is doing life wrong. And feel free to leave a review. 
For a half dozen ways to reach me on social media and email, I'll keep it simple. Just go to my main website, lusantini.com. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. And don't forget, fuck Bill Gates. Well, let's go kill him.